welcome back to Glitter Budget with your hosts, Anjanette and Jess. And in today's episode, we are concluding our Christmas series with the worst of them all. Oh my god. A Christmas story. So, this whole episode is going to be me just spitting vitriol on this movie. Mm-hmm. In like when I come out of my anger, in reality, it's not that bad of a movie. But I'm just one of those bitter, bitter assholes that, like, for a good portion of my life, I heard, you gotta watch it, you gotta watch it, you gotta watch it. I'm just like, I, I'm one of those people that just, despite others, I won't watch it. And I finally watched it, and I was like, wow. This, this, this was what you guys wanted me to watch? It's fucking stupid. Anyways, it was directed by Bob Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. Directed by Bob Clark. Um, it's based off of the movie In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash by Gene Shepard or Jean Shepard, depending on how you want to pronounce it. I don't know. I'm just reading it, and it reads like Gene. Uh, but the author of the book also helped write the screenplay along with Lee Brown and Bob Clark, the director. Yes. Who's its star, lady? It stars many people. <laughs> Other lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Melinda Dillon as Mother Parker. Darren McAvin as the old man Parker. Scott Schwartz as Flick. Uh, the author, Gene Shepard, uh, does the voice of Ralphie as an adult. Uh, Ian Petrella as Randy. Teddy Moore, Miss Shields. R.D. Robb as Schwartz. Zach Ward as Scott Farkas. Is it Yano Anaya? Or Yano Anaya as Grover Dill. Jeff Gillen as Santa Claus. Peter Billingsley as young Ralphie. I was trying to, I was waiting to get to that person. <laughs> Surprised that, like, didn't listen first. The fucking star of the movie. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. They, they didn't. The fuck. Anyway. So, yes. A Christmas story. I personally fucking love A Christmas Story. I've seen it countless times. One of those things I have to watch every year, which I think Will's finally tired of it because I went to watch it the other night and he's like, why in God's name do you need to watch this movie again? You know it front to back. I'm, I agree with Will. I just like, I don't understand why you hate it. It's not good. What's not good about it? Mostly from start to finish. Like, I need specifics of why you hate this movie. I just, I don't understand um, the hype. I guess, like, I understand all the references. You'll shoot your eye out, our quote for the uh, episode. Um, the Red Rider BB gun, I understood that. Double Dog Dare You and all that kind of fucking shit. Fudge. The leg lamp or the award, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, him wearing the bunny outfit. Because so you're you're pointing out iconic scenes and references and stuff that people quote and all that other shit. As, and hype aside, like, why don't you like the movie? I don't. I just feel like it was not. It didn't need to be made. <laughs> I just <laughs> nothing about it made me want to watch it again. I'm one of those people that like. If it's a, if a movie doesn't make me want to watch it again, I'll either very much dislike it, like with this movie, or I'm like, 
Meh. Yeah, or I'm like so ambivalent about it that I was like, you know what? It's I saw it. I would accept ambivalence over you don't like it. Yeah, I just don't like it. Oh, God damn you. It's just like, I just, I love the movie because I feel like it's every every scenario that every family has probably experienced at least once in that movie. Whether it be like the one item that you wanted for Christmas so fucking bad, like you literally could not stand it and it's what you thought about every second of every day. Mm-hmm. And there was a reason why you couldn't have it, whether it be it was too expensive, or you hurt yourself, or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. or you know we can't afford a pony, we have nowhere to house it, like whatever. I'm still bitter about that, <laughs> aren't we all? You know, or just as growing up being a kid of like you know cursing in front of your parents for the first time and like knowing that you're gonna get in like stupid amount of trouble, just the stupid shit that kids did of like taking dares so seriously, like. Finally getting back at your one bully. Yeah. By the way, who names their kids Scut? Yeah. Especially <laughs> if you have the last name Farkas. Like, it's like you want that kid to be a bully. True. You want that kid to lash out at the world. Like, what are you doing? Speaking of, though, this is not related to this movie at all, but uh, is related to... <laughs> Uh, ridiculous names. Uh, I was driving today and there's a billboard that said Eros and Viridus dad loves you. What? Exactly. Someone out there named their child Eros, like the god of love. Yeah. And Viridus, Viridus, whatever. It's spelled V-I-R-I-D-I-S. Mm-hmm. I don't think he loves his kids. I mean, I've heard worse from other celebrities out there. We could go on a whole tirade about that. We can. We can also go off of the names I was originally going to have. Oh, that too. I love you, Mom and Dad. But if you had given me either of those names, I... People have a hard time spelling and pronouncing your name now. And it pisses me off every fucking day of my life. I don't know what else I could do. It's Anjanette. Three N's, two T's. Three N's, two T's. Listen, no one can spell or pronounce her name, and I get made fun of my last name all the fuck time. All right? It is what it is. But I feel like at least Jessica Rabbit was a hot cartoon. True, but after like the 200th time of like, like, like Jessica Rabbit, like the movie Roger Rabbit. Her, yeah, no, I haven't heard that one before. Shut the fuck up. God. You know, I did not pick up on that until my dad brought it up. He's like, because I, I said, oh, yeah, Jessica, her last name's Hair, like the rabbit. And he's like, so Jessica Rabbit? I'm like, oh, she's probably heard that 5,000 times. Yep, or tortoise and the hair jokes. Those are always fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Right. Ah, sorry. I was trying to get off of this movie. I know. Bitch. I know. Go on. I don't know. I just, like I said, I just, I I don't, I can accept people that are kind of like, meh, it's a cute movie, take it or leave it, but like to not like it at all, like there's no redeeming qualities about it. There's nothing in that movie that you can relate to. Nothing. 
Not a one. All the experiences that he had in that movie. No. Nothing. Never curse in front of your parents for the first time? Not at that age, no. No. The pony incident, I'm sure, of asking for a pony for Christmas. Yes. Which is basically the basis of the fucking movie of him desperately wanting a Christmas gift that, like, was just going to terribly hurt him. Yeah. I mean, really. Like, every kid has had that experience. So, for me, I guess that the Christmas one, like, asking for a pony for years and years and years and years until I was, like, practically an adult. And (laughs) I still ask for, like, when my mom asks me what I want for Christmas, I say a pony. Um, but I forget how many years ago they got me my little pony toys. (laughs) And I have never seethed so much in my life. I think that was a good response. I was like, you fucking... That's when I moved out of the house. (laughs) 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 Wow. Actually, I don't know. The, the years <laughs> might coincide, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was definitely like, it was probably around the time that I did move out of the house, though, honestly. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that wasn't because I moved out. That wasn't the reason I moved out, but they might be related. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I said, I think that's what. What I love about the movie, though, is just the entire movie, all the relationships and all the experiences that he has between just, you know, wanting the damn BB gun for Christmas to, you know, the mom that's just struggling to, like, keep up the household and deal with his shitty little brother and him and the dad is working himself to the bone and trying to make sure everything's fixed in the house to, you know, just having your friends at school and dealing with that, like, typical school age bullshit. But, how again, how serious they took, like, snowball fights and the dares and and all that other kind of stuff seeing santa like i think they're just for most people myself included just iconic things that you experience like growing up just all in one glorious movie with like the narrative of you know when he you know and his dad's like getting on his nerves how like he couldn't really help very well with changing the tire you know like looks go everywhere and oh fudge of just thinking like his his sentence of cursing, which is like, you know, is it going to be the, is it going to be the hangman? Is it, is it going to be the guillotine? You know, and then like her fast forward to her shoving the soap in his mouth of like, yeah, you know, they're going to wish they hadn't because they went blind. They're all going to feel bad for me. Like there's all this ridiculous stuff you'd think of as a kid. I'm like, yeah, like just that internal ridiculous dialogue <laughs> and imagination. Yeah. I don't know. There weren't a lot of, there weren't a lot of things I related to quite honestly. Because I, like, I guess in a way, the, um, like, having, I think most people, a lot of girls in general, like, their dad's asking them to help around the house. And, like, you're not holding the flashlight right or whatever. Uh, That kind of stuff. Like, that's what I can relate to. Like, you're trying to, like, he wants you to help. But then it's almost like you're being punished. Because you're not doing (laughs) anything right. Yeah. That's... I can understand that, but um, not much else. It just did not. It did not spark joy with me, and uh, it's not. It's just not something that I would ever watch again. 
Oh my god, you break my heart. I don't know. It's it. Ugh. I don't know. I can't even like put a f- my finger on why I dislike it. I wish I were ambivalent ambivalent about it because then I would be like, meh. Yeah, no. It's just if I see it on, I will turn it off. Ah. Ah. Right in the heart. Yeah. There are better Christmas movies. Way better. Eh. I mean, I wouldn't argue that. Like You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying I'm not saying that this is like the end all be all Christmas movie, but it's pretty high up there. Well, like I also don't like as I was reading trivia on it and the obsession with this movie. Oh, right. Is right. real. There's a guy, Brian Johnson, that bought the house that they filmed the movie in, right? I don't want to say in, it was just like the the front of the house. So it's just like the location oh, okay, in Cleveland yeah, the- and then just the outside of the house. They whoever owned the house at the time sold it on eBay for 150,000. Mm-hmm. He purchased it and then sunk 500,000 to recreate what it looks like in the movie and then bought the house next door to use as a gift shop and now it's a mu- it's a it's a Christmas story museum. Insane. How? How? Like, I want to study these people (laughs) that do things. And, like, in a way I admire it because, like, there are certain people that will take an obsession to that level. I was just going to say, so, like, if you found and had the money to buy Buffy Summer's house. No, I wouldn't. Fucking liar. I wouldn't. Really? Yeah. First of all, that house has neighbors. Fuck neighbors. I'm not going to do it. You have the money to recreate the house in the middle of nowhere. No. Nah. It's just, I don't know. I don't think I've ever, as much as I love Buffy and everything about Buffy and like the story, whatever, I don't know if I could ever recreate something like that. Like, take a lot of money. Think about how much money he sank into that. And yeah. like, hopefully he's getting something in return other than the fact that now he just owns a museum oh, dedicated. No, I'm sure he did like, so the, the town the movie was based in wasn't even in, it was filmed in Cleveland. But that's not where the, the movie had taken place. But apparently like the town of Cleveland was just so incredibly helpful and just enthusiastic to participate in this movie. And like as popular as the movie is, I'm more than sure he he got his return in, of investment. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, that, it boggles my mind. I, I hope he's happy. He probably is. He's giddier than a pig and shit. <laughs> and that's great. I just don't get it. Maybe I'm jealous. Maybe I want something like that to bring me such joy. Maybe. And I just don't have it. And that's why I'm lashing out. I don't know, but I just, I don't, I don't get it, I don't get it, like, he dug the house, and now it's the house, <laughs> and, <laughs> I, I don't know, man, listen, I'm not saying, like, I would, I would agree, like, I would not go that far with anything, 
Well, yeah, right. Anything, right? There's yeah. nothing that you can think of that you would take to that extreme. No. Maybe anyone listening, tell me what, tell us what kind of obsession you would take to that nth degree like this guy did. Yeah. I feel like the only thing like I could picture myself do- taking to like kind of a crazy degree would be something on a much smaller scale, like a car, clothes, something, you know what I mean? Like something like that. Possibly. Like I, I do understand collecting things because I collect things. Yeah. I like mugs. I like the fancy Pyrex dishes. I like the Funko figures. I am a collector. I'm not an insane, insane collector. Yet. Yet. There's still room for improvement. But I don't know if even the things that I do collect, if I would drop a certain amount of money yeah. on the thing that I would want. I'd uh, just well, be like, and I highly doubt, too, like when he started this whole thing, it was probably one of those things where he didn't necessarily have a budget. He was just, it's done when it's done. Which I, I, am, I'm probably also envious of the amount of money that he just had to blow. Like, I don't did know. he put himself in debt? Oh, to I'm do sure. It? I'm sure. That's the thing. It doesn't say like. I mean, I'm sure if I did, did some digging, could find out if he was just like already independently wealthy or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Or you know, got people who also loved it to donate. Because I know, like, I know certain items and stuff in the movie were donated. Yeah. Um, but I did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just like. That's that's. Uh, and anyway. there's like there's a lot of people like that are again like huge, huge fans of the movie, which I never would have picked up on because I don't think about this kind of shit. Plus, I don't really know enough of like specific dates and times of history to pick up on it. But there's never an actual clear cut answer as to when, what era this movie takes place. Yeah, I think that's like it's like one of the oddly debated topics of like what exact year of year is it and they'll see like a comic strip that was there and that would that kind of comic strip was only like written back in the 1940s you know this frankenstein mask was only made in like this year and so like they're trying to take all of these weird context clues from the movie to try to f- narrow down the date and obviously the movie was made after the events that the movie was supposed to take place. It was, I think 80, it was 83, I think. Yeah, uh, it was... Uh, let's double check on... Yeah, 1983. And the movie might have been... I think it was supposed to take place in, like, the 40s? That's what... So the, basically when all these fucking crazy people start to, like, look at um the decoder that he was using with... um. Holy shit. Blinking. I'm blinking. Decoder. <sighs> uh. It was Ovaltine, but it was What's Her Tits. Shirley Temple, I think. So it was Shirley, it's, it was, there was an actual commercial that I think it was uh. Shirley Temple for Ovaltine, and you would get like this like little decoder thing. Speaking of Shirley Temple, real quick. Animal crackers in my soup. Ew, what? That's one of the songs. Animal crackers in my soup. Monkeys and lions, loop-de-loop. Pretty sure that's how it goes. Animal crackers. But animal, if, I, if it's the animal crackers that I'm thinking of, yeah, the sweet, awful. a sweet cookie in a savory soup. Just I mean, there are some much. people that like sweet and savory together. But I don't know if that's one of them. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, go on. Opal team. Decoder. Anyways, but so, you know, there's a scene where he gets his mail, runs upstairs, hits on the radio to like go. And it basically what you decode at the end of it was just like basically drink your Ovaltine. He's like, he was like super disappointed with like, it's like, that was it. But at the time that, that I can relate to yeah. getting a toy in like a cereal box or something like that and being hugely disappointed. Yeah. In like, it's supposed to be is hyped up fucking thing. And then when you actually get out of the box or whatever, and you're like this thing Took two cents to make, <laughs> and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> now, but they were saying like that particular commercial would have come out a couple years before 1940. Um, they go over Wizard of Oz a couple of times in that movie, and again, they came out in 1939. Yeah. Um, there was a couple other things that like they had showed. I think the Frankenstein mask might have been one of them that came out like past 1940. So basically, they in a nutshell was like. Based in sometime between 1939 and like 1941, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then I think there was another movie. It Pino- yeah, it was Pinocchio, I think, had oh, come yeah. out in 1940, I think, or 41, when most people were saying the movie was based around, but there's no mention of it yeah. at all, which was a huge movie at that time. So, yeah, dude, I don't know. But people devote, like, they, they, they have forums dedicated to discuss these kinds of discussions which yes i've been on buffy i was gonna say i don't even want to hear and that's whatever Uh uh-huh but that's ridiculous but the buffy forums are fine yes why because i love it And I, I feel like there's more nuance because it's like a sci-fi fantasy kind of show. There's more nuances that you can debate and there's more metaphors and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, I I do find it fascinating the way that people can, like, deduct certain things. Well, based on this, this movie was out at this time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, and people are thinking, like, really, really, like, minute details and this kind of stuff. And I'm like, Ugh, it boggles the mind how you can think of th- stuff like that. I'm surprised. One of the things I didn't see too much, like, within that debate was um, the years that the cars were made. Yeah. And I know, like, a lot of um, Oldsmobile clubs and stuff like that from the Cleveland area had were all on board. They were just like, yo, what kind of car do you need? Like, I got that hooked up out back. Like, I'll totally, you can use it for the movie, no problem. Yeah, they all had, like, these antique slash classic cars that they, like, they pretty much shut down a huge portion. And they, were like, yeah. had them going on, like, a loop. Yeah. And they would, like, wipe down the cars because they were, like, driving around so much they didn't want them to get dirty. So they would, like, wipe them down and everything. And it's, there was a lot that went into this tiny little movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think I think that's one of the reasons why I like it too. I mean, Buff Clark had wanted to do that movie. We got for like ten years. He kept pitching it and like wanting to do this this kind of film and stuff. And um, I think the oh my god, who was it? Touchstone? No, it wasn't Touchstone. Who released it for them? I don't remember, but whatever company released it for them basically was just like, yeah, you can release this because we really have no fucking interest in it. But you have to do a horror movie. Because I think that's what they were more or less known for. 
So he reluctantly agreed, and they were weren't expecting this to like you know be anything. They released it during like the Thanksgiving time. So by the time like Christmas got closer, obviously, you know it had run out its natural life in theater, and yeah. people like boycotted. It. They were like, "We want more, more!" Mm-hmm. How can you take this out of theater now? And they ran into January. I think. Yep. I was like, you know, back when this movie came out, movies would only stay in the theaters. Maybe a month. Yeah. Six weeks tops if it's, like, doing really good. Yeah. So not like how certain movies now, well, pre-corona. No. <sighs> R.I.P. Um, would, they would stay in for months. Months! If Especially if it's doing, like, very well. Yeah. If it's not doing so well, then kind of goes back to the old, the old days. Yeah. We're like, yeah, you get six weeks, that's it. Maybe six weeks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I said, it's just the amount of, like, effort that went into it. I always, I don't know, I'm always partial to, to like, the uh, type of format that they've done. Like, kind of, like, the narration. Yeah. I mean, I like that kind of style, too. Kind of like that flea bag. Yeah. That I really liked. Um, And it, it's funny. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. Just to not strike a chord with me. Like I said, I just I loved, I loved all of it. I loved. God, there were so many times like going outside to play in the snow. I was like Ralphie's little brother, just like, I can't put my arms down. Yeah. <laughs> I think like so. I I when I like growing up, there's eight years difference between me and my brother. Yeah. So when I no one wanted to play outside with me. Oh. So it was me by myself. Um, we didn't have neighbors or uh, other kids to play with. So it was me entertaining myself. Yeah. And this. So I would go out and take my bike out in the fucking snow. This is a regular bicycle, by the way. <laughs> and going down the uh, very steep hill. Wiping, try, like trying to take the turn. Making it the first time, thinking I'm invincible, doing it again, realizing that I am but mere mortal. <laughs> and I biffed it so hard. Oh. I never rode my bike again. Never? Probably, yeah, no. Oh, God. This is probably why you hate the movie. Because you had no friends to play with in the snow. Yep. Had or, no or a bully to beat up. No. I mean, I did get made fun of because I had red hair and freckles. Oh. But I went to Montessori school, so that's as far as it went. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Quakers. Uh, I guess they were saying, like, the, the scene that where Ralphie finally, like, just goes ape shit on the bully. And it's just beat up. So, you know, the entire time it's just like, <laughs> just, like, just inaudible noise and just ridiculous words that don't really mean anything. I guess that was all scripted. Yeah. So instead of just, you would think that something like that would be ad-libbed of just like, hey, go to town, like do whatever. And he was like, no, that fucking shit was scripted. <laughs> Looks like he couldn't really curse though. No, and that was that was one of the things on the actor who played the, the old man. Um, You know, anytime that like, he was cursing or especially going down to like fix the furnace, it was just gibberish. And he's like, I they wanted him to ad-lib and he's like, I had to like just do gibberish or nonsense because I would curse. And it's a PG movie. Yeah. You can't. So I thought it was funny. I guess uh, Jack Nicholson wanted to play the old man. They were like, 
No. Because the studio, Bob Clark was kind of like, yeah, maybe. And one, Jack Nicholson wanted like an obnoxious amount of money. And then the studio was like, that's not the image we're going for. Yeah. (laughs) One, we're not going to pay that price. Two, this is not a horror movie, nor a thriller, nor some kind of psychotic mess. No. That too, where I could just see like, I just, I can't, yeah, I can't picture... (laughs) I can't picture Jack Nicholson as like just your average, you know, working nine to five, fatherly figure coming home, got to fix stuff, don't really want to be bothered with wife and kids. Like I see him coming home, like, you know, trying to do a quickie with the missus and walking around with like a glass of whiskey of some sort and only wearing his tidy whities or something. Yeah. Or like robe. Yeah. But it's open. Yeah. Like just something completely inappropriate. Okay, that's that's what I picture, and I'm sure maybe that's what the studio picture too. I don't know. Yeah. So, sorry, Jack. <laughs> oh, how a different movie that would have been. Yeah, actually, I might watch that. <laughs> that would make me come back for more. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. I like that. I like the. Uh, again, like just the whole build up to Christmas her slaving in the kitchen and the entire movie him fighting with the neighbor's dogs <laughs> the hounds coming in taking the dinner mom's just like fucking beside herself Most Chinese restaurants were always open during Christmas and I guess yeah. like they had give purposely given her the wrong script for that scene oh yeah so when they bring out the duck and there's still the head on it and they chop it off like that's a, a genuine reaction yep <laughs> I love that kind of shit that's funny that this is that's it the fra ra 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 yeah yeah <laughs> racist <laughs> yeah can't get away with that shit now in twenty twenty nope I don't know the again like the double dog triple dog dare like you can't back away now I guess they did like some weird like suction cup thing to the pole yeah, yeah. so you didn't the poor kid didn't actually freeze his tongue <laughs> I just thought it was funny coming back in the class he still had to sit there with like. His tongue all swollen, the ice sticking out. The teacher just like, you dumb fuck. (laughs) That would have been me as a teacher, like, wow. I literally can't look at you. You look stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I always always did think, though, that, like, the the mall Santa was just, it kind of made me question if I wanted to go sit on Santa's lap for, like, a long time. I was like, he's so mean, though. Yeah. I do have the Christmas ornament of him, like, holding for dear life, top of the slide. Santa's, like, the only thing it doesn't have is Santa's boot, like, get the fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) It was a pretty harsh Santa. Yeah, it was. Like, does seem kind of like a cool setup, though, going down a slide afterwards, though. Right? That would have been ideal. Like, they don't have, I've never seen a setup like that. No. But that would have, that, that would have been a good idea. Should I do that now? Fuck yeah. Although I definitely wouldn't sit in a strange dude's lap. No, I mean, just, sorry, can we just talk for a second, like, real quick, how fucking creepy and weird the whole tradition of mall Santas are and sitting on some strange man's lap? Yeah. That's fucking weird. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Like, I, it's probably less weird if you have, like, someone at home dressed up like Santa. But to pay to go take to some to a mall, sit on some guy's lap. You don't know who the fuck he is. You don't know what kind of pedo he is. They definitely don't do background checks. At least definitely not back then. Oh, not back then. Hell no. Maybe now, but just think what kind of budding pedophile that is now. 
Ugh. And that was like Ugh. that was like my dad's thing for Christmas. Like we had to get pictures taken with Santa. Like uh, I think I had pictures with me and my sister with Santa up until I was like nineteen. Fourteen. Okay. Fifteen. <laughs> what? Yeah. So nah. it's just me. Like my my sister and I are six years apart. So like she's still basically an appropriate age. And then there's me older kind of like so like not sitting on Santa's lap, but you know, kind of like doing the kneeling thing, but just in full goth gear. Yeah. <laughs> like, just hating everything. She was a true, oh my God. I was a true hot topic child. The pictures of her from her adolescence are pristine <laughs> gold, like can never tarnish. <laughs> I want to cherish them forever. I want them framed on my walls. I think you're taking this to a level that it doesn't need to go. <laughs> no, they're they're beautiful. I love them so much. Because <laughs> she has <laughs> the best ret- resting fuck off face I have ever seen. So you Not resting see- bitch. Resting fuck off. Yep. Like, you look at her and you're like, oh, no, God. You can see the decline, too. Like, I'm sure they're, they're somewhere out there. But from, like, my ninth grade picture, my senior year pictures were, like, a wholly different. I don't know what that was. But ninth grade, it was just cute, hot pink hair, little cat ears on, just, you know, kind of, like, happy. And then after that, it was just, like, I was probably hung over under the influence of something and probably did tell everyone to fuck off because I didn't want to be bothered. Yeah. And her face said it all. Yeah. And I wonder why, like, as I grew up, I was like, why, why don't people approach me? Am I that unapproachable? Yes, yes, you are. And I'm still realizing that today about myself. It's probably, like, every week I, I say with the same amazement and shock, like, oh, my God, I do have resting bitch face. And then I forget, like, I'm fucking Dory. <laughs> I literally just had this conversation, like, a half an hour ago, and I was like, yeah, you do. <laughs> but I don't, like, I don't know. I just... I still don't. I haven't fully accepted it. It's okay. Anyway, so that is a Christmas story. We made it through. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't Even too bad. Even though you were trying to go off topic a couple times on purpose. You know, I'm giving the people what they want. They like a little bit of sideshow action. Wow. Anyways, there's like honestly a shit ton of like behind the scenes stuff that would take probably a whole hour of an episode to go over. And I can't make it through that. No. But... I don't know. I love the movie. If you want to feel a good movie and maybe watch it just to like tick off the experiences that you may have had as a child, check it out. At the very least, just check out Santa just boot stomping a kid down a slide. There you go. That's actually worth it. Yeah. That would be me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. As you're sitting here in your weird Santa-esque like onesie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Never How said hot I are you right now? My ass is sweating. <laughs> I was fine until I was drinking more and more of the cider. Yeah, well, you know. But this is very, it's very fluffy. And uh, kind of regretting me wearing anything underneath this right now. Oh, why would you do that? I just assume that you... No, I mean, I have bra and underwear, but like, that's even too hot. Oh, okay. I I pictured you in like... Whatever no. you were wearing going, I was like, why the fuck would you do that? Why are you wearing pants right now? I'm not that, I'm not that delusional. <laughs> I mean, I am, but yeah. So 
Anyway, so that concludes all of our Christmas movies. And uh, there are a bunch of classic Christmas movies that we didn't talk about. We talked about a little bit in our last episode, um, ones that we also love. So perhaps next year we'll delve into those a bit. But let us know what your favorite Christmas movie is and what your least favorite Christmas movie is, because I'm interested to hear about that too. Yeah. And uh, if you like our vibe, please like and subscribe. All of our social medias will be linked in the description box down below. And we'll see you in the next episode.